Good morning. Uh, today is the feast of the baptism of our Lord, and also a time for us to reflect upon our own baptisms, what it entails, what does it call for. I was reminded of a story of uh, one family after one Sunday afternoon. They came to church, and after church, they went back home. And uh, as a few minutes went on, the mother looked for the child, little Johnny, who was like four years old, and he couldn't see him anywhere. So he looked through the window and saw Johnny outside. He was playing church. So Johnny had his dog straight in front of him and was preaching to the dog. So the mom looks through the window and sees Johnny playing church. The mom smiles. She goes on to do her own stuff. It didn't take long. The mom hears the screaming and the barking of the dog. She comes running and asks, Johnny, what are you doing? Johnny was baptizing the dog. <laughs> the mom screams and says, Johnny, the dog is afraid of water. And Johnny says, it should have known that before it joined my church. <laughs> and as we come to pray today, we remember the baptism of Jesus and our own baptisms and the church in which we are baptized. So the first reading today from Isaiah, it, it's a declaration that the exile is over, the punishment has been served. Therefore, God himself has forgiven his people. So because of that reading, it emphasizes that the exile was due to sin, but the sin has been taken away. And therefore, God himself is going to lead his people. But then the second reading, Titus is telling us that we should not do good acts because we are going to earn God's love and mercy. He says, no, we don't earn it. It has already been given to us. So if the gift of love has been installed on us, Titus is reminding us, Paul is reminding Titus and his community that what we're going to do here is to live in love. Everything I do must be not because I want to earn God's acceptance. He has already accepted me. Therefore, what I should do is to live as God expects. So as we pray today, we come and ask ourselves, think of the times we are baptized. Maybe some of you, it has been so long ago. Maybe others, you had no clue how it happened. But at least for some time, all of us have seen baptisms. And very soon on Easter Vigil, we shall have baptisms. But baptism is not something as we see it. It wasn't something as it is today. It was something very scary back then. Because first of all, for the Jews knew, only Gentiles had sins. So the Gentiles had to be baptized in order to begin worshiping Yahweh. But also, they knew that even a fallen Jew, fallen Jew, like one who married a Gentile, had fallen away, made himself unclean. So to come back to, be, to worship in the temple, he had to be baptized. So John preached. So when we hear today that the Jews were coming to him to be baptized, he really preached to tell them, mm -mm, you too need to be washed clean. 
So in the gospel today, it doesn't surprise us that Jesus is coming out to be baptized. And what happens? A voice comes from heaven and says, this is my beloved son. And that, from that moment, that was the turning point of Jesus, a point of no return. That means his mission is now set ahead of him. So whatever he's going to do after this comes from the baptism. God confirms the time for take on the mission. So we too, we have been baptized, and baptism asks us to ask ourselves, what is my mission? And what is my identity? Because if you know your identity, you're going to know your mission. Remember a few weeks back, we had Jesus in the temple, 12 years old. And he's asking his parents, why are you looking for me? Didn't you know that I had to do my father's will? Jesus knew already his identity. And that defined his mission. So even us, we are baptized into the body of Christ to become the people of God. But that, what does it entail? It means there is responsibility. There is accountability and expectations. So when we are baptized, we become the children of God. Yes, Jesus say, God says, you are my beloved daughter. You are my beloved son. But to be called beloved, there must be a love element that someone sees. I just can't come and say, wow, you are so beloved today. Makes no sense. There must be an element that points me to say that. What's that element that pushes God to say, you are my beloved daughter, you are my beloved son? So the element that pushes God is because he has adopted us into his family, and that's why I can call him our father. So if baptism makes us so, what is our mission? Our mission is to go and live and do and look at Christ. What is Jesus teaching me today? Where is he calling me today? The mission is always to go out and spread the good news. The good news begins with my family, my neighborhood, and those I come across every day. So as we come to worship today, we see the baptism of Jesus and his mission is set. So it's reminding us that the covenant has been set. All of us, maybe we didn't have a choice. Sometimes when I'm baptizing, I always ask God parents, God parents, because it's part of the ritual, are you ready to assist these parents, raise these kids? And they always, no one says no, they all say yes. I say, okay. But when I look at the kids, the kids don't need much work. So the kids need you when they become 13. So if you've ever been a godparent, I want you to think about your, your child you had in baptism. Where is he or she right now? Do you even follow up? Because you made a covenant with God and says, yes, I will assist these parents. Are you doing it? Because God will hold you accountable for that. You made, a, you, you made a covenant with him. So obviously we say, oh yeah, I'll assist these parents. But what happens, we go back home, have some good parties and pictures, adios, you take off. No, baptism means it's biding. I promised God I'm going to help this person, I should fulfill it. 
And once I fail, I come back together and say, I have failed. I need the grace to fulfill my duty, my promise to you. So as we come to worship today on this day, as Christmas is over, it's getting finished today. And by the way, if you still have some gifts, give them to me. <laughs> but we know that Christmas time is over and tomorrow we start the ordinary time. Ordinary time is time to live the mission. So the child we saw, baby Jesus in the manger, the Magi came, proclaimed, and today God confirms that this is he I am sending you. He's starting the mission. Even us tomorrow, God is telling us, now get to work. Make the world a better place. Make the world a place where everyone dwells in love because the world is filled with love. So we pray today asking God to give us the graces we need to become what he's calling us to do today. The Lord be with you.